Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's Pokemon D&D campaign. Featuring Bentley Woods CJ Phoebe Wilhelm Milo Ruder and D. Blackwater. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. A sea of storms lies before our heroes as they prepare to make their offerings to the Icebringer. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the next session. Boarding party. When last we left this squad, you had reached the temple of the Icebringer. And you encountered the Keeper of the Staff of Winter, if only briefly, as they stare out over a sea of storm clouds. You saw the large silhouette of a bird flying out over these clouds. And it's notably colder in here. And in the middle of the room burned a very large Heatless blue fire. What would you like to do? Is this guy facing towards us? Uh, this individual is, yes. I will kneel. I'll bend the knee. Bend the knee. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you bend the knee. Claremont will join you in this. Out of just, like, sheer immediate reverence. He just... Okay. I'm just gonna kind of, like, awkwardly get down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, looking at Phoebe, like... Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> just follow suit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Greetings, Ginosh. All right. The figure shows no emotion, no change of stature. They simply beckon to the blue flame. Uh, oh, boy. Do we have to put something? Do we have to put something in it? Maybe this is the gift thing. Wrong with you, <laughs> you good? He's losing it at the Gregorian chant yeah. in the background. <laughs> Let's get it together. Just be like, do we have to put something in it? And then the choir comes in. And I was like, it's weird to not be like, so that's a yes. <laughs> that's completely unplanned. It's just perfectly timed. <clears throat> do we put something in the fire? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. These are the silly sessions. Oh. Do, do we need to put something in there now? How does this work? Work the I'm out of my home and I have no idea. It, what would you guys bring for your present? Do we Did all have to them? do something? Yeah. And they said if we want to have an audience with. Uh, D will reach into his uh into his duffel bag, and he pulls out his uh research journal that his mom made it got for him before she passed away. Okay. You produce the large leather-bound book. 
Are we familiar with how sentimental that is? Um, I think Phoebe would. Um, I mm -hmm. I read you guys the passage that she put in the book. Yeah. So it's like, like him and his like you guys, I, like he and his dad have a terrible relationship, but him and his mom for the little time that they had together was like everything. Probably made better just with how dark your relationship is with your dad. Yeah, and I was just curious, like you pulling that out, would I have a visceral reaction of like, oh, we're going deep? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see what happened. Are you putting it in? Yeah, D will. Uh, D will walk over, and he's like clearly gesturing towards this fire. Mm -hmm. So I just place it. The hand stays motioning towards the flame in the basin of this, this little fire. As you get closer, are little pieces of metal, bone fragments and ash. Yeah. D will kind of hold it and kind of like rub along where uh, his name is engraved on the top kind of run his thumb along it open up the book once more and kind of see the passage from his mom and just be like I'll miss you but it's time for me to let go and I'll hesitantly toss it in okay as you do it does not burn away it simply floats in this blue heatless fire at which point the three of you kind of take a moment expecting something to change. Let's get a perception check from all three of you. Like, is it waiting for everyone? Well, I don't think it would... Something probably happened to D, but not us. A... a 13. 19. 13. Okay. All three of you, as you kind of take in your surroundings, you notice about a dozen extremely detailed ice sculptures around this temple. Each one of them remarkably well done and made to resemble people frozen in time. What? Many of them appear terrified. Oh. Oh boy. Some of them seem to have a look of Recognition on their faces. But each one is in remarkably good condition. Did you say how many? Twelve. About a dozen. Okay. As you look around. <laughs> I put twelve dozen like bungee. <laughs> <laughs> There's 144 of them. Yeah. Some of them have turned to Sorry. run and are frozen mid-step. And these are real people. Some yep. simply... Failed gifts. Some are simply staring forward. Others reaching towards the fire in the middle of the room. And D, as you place the passage into the flame, the hand with the staff beckons you out towards the sea of storms. While the other hand and the unseeing eyes just look at the two of you. Go ahead. Why'd you put it in there? 
What are you putting in there? Um. You pull up Pidgey. <laughs> no, I'm not putting Pidge. Young Pidge is not going <laughs> in there. Little Pidge. Little Pidge. Little Pidge is, is back at the is feeling my house. heartbeat as much as his, I'm sure. Uh, um, I'm going to reach into my glove and place my three ribbons. Okay. From our male trials. Okay. As you place the three ribbons in, they are similarly held aloft around the page that Dee placed into the, the brazier. And the staff beckons to you as well. To the edge of the Sea of Storms. Good luck, guys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she just leaves. <laughs> She's slowly backing out of the room. I whip out the sled that you guys are like, let's leave behind. I just put it on the stairs. <laughs> I, I would uh, discreetly just point at the statue of the person that looks like they turn to run. I'm just saying. All right. But I don't... I feel like for me, it's Nubster. I'm going to stay Nubster in the fire. No one's expecting you to <laughs> burn your starter Pokemon. Because <laughs> what do I have with me? I feel like my inventory is all wrong. This is not incorrect information. I mean, is there something that Phoebe would have that it's like hers and that she was like I need kind of thing besides like a living creature <laughs> <laughs> sacrifice Phoebe has grown beyond material needs she only needs her companions I place my uh, self esteem <laughs> <laughs> to thee I present insomnia and apathy with a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> May they serve you as poorly as they've served me. I feel so much better now. <laughs> You're like, I figure if nothing else, I'll be better for the experience. <laughs> There's this rope that I have grown to love. <laughs> no, it, it, I think the only other thing really that I have that's like sentimental Your is glasses. my... No. <laughs> I, I got them from my glasses. Throw them in there. You guys, I need you to leave your What do you guys see? see? It stumbles off. <laughs> it's the hot rod montage where he's falling <laughs> out. Wait. Okay, so this is... This is extra freaky, and the people that have seen the last session are going to know this, too. I was thinking about Hot Rod last night. Jordan watched it yesterday. What? And then you mentioned it. Wow. Mommy, you Matrix. Mommy, you. That's weird. I haven't thought about that movie forever. And I thought about it last night. And I was like, man, what's like my favorite movie scene of all time? The only thing I can think of is him tumbling down the mountain. And I was like, that's not it, but that, that is a great scene. Or the alien movie this one. This is too weird. In the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. That is that three times in the last three hours. Uh, and the first time in like two years. Freaky. Anyways, sorry. It, it sentimental value would be from home would be my like berry journal. Okay. As you present the berry journal. Yes. And you throw it into the flames. You too, after a good long wait, are beckoned to the edge. Oh boy. As Ginosh, the staff keeper, 
waves their hand in front of you and they seem to be reading something. And they take a moment and then beckon you to the edge. The edge? Mm -hmm. Like of the, the room? The edge of the Sea of Storms. Oh. Pushes you <laughs> I swear. Duck. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> Goose. <laughs> If you, believe, if you believe, you can walk out right. into it. I, I'm going to stand on the edge, and I'm is just... He just... Sorry, is he just sitting there? Like, that's it? He just beckoned us to the mm -hmm. edge, and that's it? Yeah. Can I, can I, like, look back at him and, like... Yeah. Ginos just stares, unblinking and unseeing, towards the entrance of the temple, with the staff pointed towards the massive expanse of clouds. I'll stand on the edge, and I will unzip my hoodie a little bit, but I'll just be holding little Pidge with my eyes closed. Please don't die. Please don't die. Please don't die. You're going to throw Pidge out there? No. <laughs> Wait, everybody's so obsessed with Pidge dying. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Stop trying to kill young Pidge. I'm not trying to. You're just being weird right now. <laughs> Look at all the frozen people back there. That might be us in a second. Probably. All right. As the three of you take a moment and you're like, Please don't kill us, please don't kill us. The clear sky over the sea of storms is suddenly blotted out by two enormous wings and the subtle falling of snowflakes as a tremendous ice blue clear bird hovers down before you. Clear? And, and folds its wings aside. It resembles the ice sculptures that you see behind you. Huh. Okay. Okay. And as it folds its wings across, it just hovers in place. You have your audience with the Icebringer. Um. Oh, you're, you're the bird guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. A light upon me. <laughs> Come here. Who wants a belly scratch? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have seeds. <laughs> Just down the cliff. A lot of caterpillars. Tuppence a bag. <laughs> um. Peasant. I will. I will look up in awe. Yeah. Hello, great ice bringer. My name is Milo Ruder. These are my friends, Dee and Phoebe. Uh, we come to ask if you uh, know about the snow everywhere and the frozen ocean and if there's anything you might be able to do to help us fix it. That was good. That was good. Thank you. All right. There was a loud crash of thunder was that a no son of chamberlain son of bronwyn a single feather falls from the bird you see a moment in time you see tropius badly wounded with several large, deep lacerations across its body. Yikes. An enormous, burned scorch mark down most of its side. Oh, no. Where it seems to have been carrying the Firestone. The Firestone sits before Tropius, 
in sand. Now dark and colorless. The stone is? Mm-hmm. She holds one of her large canopy-like wings over top of it as she blends in with the local fauna. Over top of her is a massive overhanging cliff. And as your vision takes you further up into the sky, you see about three dozen armed individuals. Holy cow. Each one bearing an anchor symbol uh. somewhere on their person. Apparently oblivious to her presence. Mm. They don't seem to be looking for her. They just seem to be on patrol. As through the trees bursts an incredible monster made of steel. Crimson fangs leech out from the side of its head. As it burrows through the trees, it slaughters half a dozen of these privateers without a thought. Several of them are knocked down by the trees that are sent flying by its presence. It moves faster than you can see. In a blink, it's upon most of these privateers. All you see is flashes, blurs, and sprays of what remains. As it lurches to the side of the cliff and lets in this enormous snort, you see a trail wisping off of both Tropius and the Firestone, one of green, one of red. As the creature breathes in both of them, you watch as its eyes close mechanically and whir back open, bright red. As it lunges down the cliff, Tropius has taken flight. Tropius flies north towards the enormous storm. Where we're at, right? Kinda. Exactly. And the creature follows slaying the remaining privateers on the way, leaving no evidence, as, of course, was the directive. As the feather falls past your vision, a second one tumbles by. An image of a zeppelin flying over a desert. That same steel beast bursting from the side as a young woman with long red hair and an enormous black wolf at her side watches that creature and a steelix shining like a diamond barrel out two different sides of this zeppelin at the same time. Wow. As Tropius flies off, the creature with little regard for the people still on that blimp tears through the side of the hull and leaps off giving chase. You see down below, Jax and Ares, standing ready to defend. Ares is tossed aside as though he were made of paper. What? Wow. My god. You see the enormous Houndoom, standing ready to defend his trainer. The two do battle for longer than you think possible, before the Houndoom is rent asunder and tossed aside again like paper. Before it leaves, the beast turns back to the canyon and burrows after Steelix. 
before the Zeppelin crashes, your vision shifts once more as the Zeppelin slams into an exposed vein of bright, vibrant red stone. The blimp hit it? Mm hmm The explosion follows. Tropius swoops in and grabs a central chunk of this stone, mm. which immediately begins to burn her as she flies off. The creature takes a few chunks for itself, mm. slams them into its maw before taking off. As it runs, your vision turns once more as the feather falls away, leaving only the Icebringer to toss one final feather towards you. In the wake of the explosion of the Firestone, rather than allow the region to be engulfed in flame, the Icebringer lived up to its name. Hmm. Okay. By invoking an eternal winter, the world would not be consumed by an explosion of fire. You see before you two paths, each leading to a different result, but the same end. The first of which shows a powerful fire type, formless, and yet it's known to you. Taking up what remains of the Firestone and becoming the next champion. As others toil and fight for supremacy over the Firestone, this new keeper would maintain order at great personal cost to itself. You see a trainer weeping at the loss of their companion. But you see, born anew as a phoenix from ash, a much smaller fire type, again, formless, but known to you. As this new sproutling walks to the side of the trainer to console them, the victory is hollow but the eternal winter is lifted and the land restored. The other path that lies before you. So, just a quick question mm -hmm. for you, Drew. So this says that uh, these, this form, the forms that he's showing are shapeless, but we recognize it somehow? You, you recognize them to be fire type, but they don't necessarily have a figure or a form to them. Okay. Oh, so it's a Pokemon. The, the point coming across would be, this in order for winter to be lifted, you need a new fire guardian. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And it would have to be unanimous across fire types, so it needs to be an indisputable champion of flame. Gotcha. So it's not like I like we could just be like, yep, here you go. Yeah. Like kind of thing. It's like it has to Congrats, show Red Puppy, on your promotion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was afraid of. I was like, no, 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 no. The other side is what happens if such a champion is not named. Oh god. The world falls apart slowly as we all descend into chaos and madness across the land. There is no more world order. The other path shows this large steel beast slaughtering Tropius 
claiming both stones for itself. The Icebringer, falling victim as well. Whoa. And each of the stones in turn consumed, leaving the world nothing but a hollow husk. Should that future not come to pass, and you slay this metal beast, but no fire type rise to the occasion, all out war between the champions would be the only way. You see a Rapidash standing in front of a veritable stampede of fire types. Across the way, an Arcanine roars into the heavens, setting fire to clouds. You see a Magmortar emerging from a volcano, seemingly in control of the lava. And the battle that ensues between these three champions of flame leaves the world nothing but a pile of ash. If a successor is not named, and soon, winter can never be lifted. This is why the fire types have been extinguished. Mm. And as that final feather drifts past your vision, the Icebringer's gone. As in your hands is a page from your journal, three ribbons, mm. and your berry journal. <laughs> Sorry, man. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, jibbed. <laughs> as on the page is a note from your mother. It says, I'm proud of you. Gone. <laughs> yeah. D's just on his knees, like weeping. Um, Milo. Yeah. Oh. On the back of your ribbons mm -hmm. are little images of your new friends. Monty. Wadsworth. Violet. Derby. And you catch a secondary glimpse, far off to the west in the desert, inspired by the tales of Derby and Milo's mail-delivering friends. A new system of message sending <laughs> has sprouted. Diglets now trade fine pebbles nice. in exchange nice. for a courier service. As on the back of the third ribbon, your third and final, you see a, a symbol as yet formless, but might solidify for Milo later. That of your own mail company. Mm -hmm. And the newfound belief that it doesn't matter that you succeeded in someone else's challenge. It matters that you succeeded in yours. And Phoebe, on the back of your journal is an inscription. Mm? The same four notes. The tribe is family. Nature is family. The tribe comes first. As does nature. And on the back, you see five runes translated for you to understand. 
The first, as you know, is protection. Mm -hmm. The second, the one Claremont was most drawn to. The enormous sphere, followed by a trail of blazing fire and ash thrown up from the ground. It's the ruin of primordial fire and destruction. One of waving lines with dots between them. Symbol of life and renewal. The other rune that Claremont had been quite fond of is preservation. The inverted mountain with snowfall. And lastly, a new symbol for you. One that you had noticed in the chamber before, but hadn't really taken the time to examine. Is that of a lightning crashing into the ground, splintering a tree. It is a rune of disruption. Disruption? Mm-hmm. You are now familiar with the symbols of protection, destruction, renewal, preservation, and disruption. Oh, disruption. D, your wisdom score increases by one. Milo, your intelligence by one. And Phoebe, your constitution by one. You may each pick a skill that you are proficient with and take expertise. Expertise. Mm-hmm. So you'll double your proficiency bonus in a single skill of your choice. But you must already be proficient. Do you have to decide Perception. now? You do not have to decide now. Okay. So that any ones become <laughs> sevens. <laughs> you um, have the blessing of the Icebringer at your back. Dang. Ooh. Feels good to be blessed. And with you, the knowledge of how to lift the endless winter. Oh. Yes. It's true. Um, and that it's really technically a good thing. What was the answer to the question? Are we deciding right now? You do not have to decide now. Okay. okay. I already know. Yeah, I kind of do too. I'm going to, uh, just so everybody knows, I'll Flight. do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take uh, investigation. Investigation. So okay. Okay. instead of being plus four, it's plus six now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take um, Pokemon handling. Okay. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Yeah, again, you don't have to decide now. You don't even have to figure it out anytime soon. Okay. Just know... You can't decide you when you're when Drew's going to say, hey, it it's cannot gonna... be in the middle of a roll. Yeah. Right, okay. You can't be like, I'm going to do this right now because this seems important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to add it now, right now, yeah. to this. At any, at any non-critical point, okay. you can just say, you know what? I think I've decided. Okay. Take your time. Think it over. It is permanent. Right. And you can't change your mind once you do it. Right. As the blessing is imparted to you, and you turn back, Ginosh stands, similarly frozen in time, as all the other sculptures are. What? But the staff in their hand still glows a very bright blue. The brazier in the middle of the temple is extinguished, 
and it seems as though no one's been up here for several years. Let's climb down these steps. We got a lot to talk about. Your gifts were sufficient. Wait, is he a statue? He's an ice sculptor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, they. They are an ice sculpture. Including Gino? Mm-hmm. Seems as though Can no I... living creature has been in this temple for several years. Wait, I just wanna... I wanna go over and, like, I touch it, see if it's really ice. It's cold to the touch. Okay. He was just... I'm gonna break his arm off and steal the staff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. After... after oh, it's winter! <laughs> yeah, so much for being blessed. <laughs> We're about to be cursed. Yeah, Dee's already, like, making his oh way out, like, God. rubbing tears out of his eyes as he's, like, putting, like, the piece of paper, like, nicely folded back into his bag. I imagine, for Dee and I, Phoebe, feel free to say otherwise, that we would just climb down these steps in silence and go back to the longhouse. 100%. Like, Dee would just be, like, like deer in headlights, just, like, looking, just, like, walking down the stairs. It's worth noting, yeah. Claremont, the entire time, has been kneeling eyes down. Oh. Just not, he's like, this is not my place to speak or do anything. But as right. you all approach, he takes a moment to look at all three of you. And D, he just goes. Yeah, D, yeah, D comes in for a big old all hug. Right. Yeah, he gives you a big old bear hug. He's nice and warm. Aw. But not sweaty or oily. <laughs> <laughs> just nice and warm. <laughs> So he kind of warms you up and just pats you on the back. Yeah. He's going to carry you down in a big hug the whole time. <laughs> yeah, dude, D would probably hold on a little bit longer than, like, like Claremont would probably, like, let go, and D would still, probably still be there for a second and be like, oh, yeah. Okay. And then go. All right. Did you all make your way, mostly silently, down from the summit of Freeze Lock Peak? As you re-enter Etiola proper, you see that enormous Arcanine has returned from its hunt. He used to be gnawing on what remains of a Tauros. Mostly the bones at this point, as it just licks them idly. Uh. Sitting in the center of town is a massive, scorched-over Tropius. Who beckons silently to all three of you. Yeah, I run. Yeah. Pushes the stone forward and collapses from just sheer exhaustion. The, from the fire giant. one? Mm -hmm. The colorless fire one? Yeah. Okay. How how big is this? It's thing? about this big. Oh, like, can only. Like, you couldn't pick it up. Claremont probably could. Okay. But between the three of you all together, you might be able to, like, push it. Nah, nah, there's no Yikes. chance. So you can see just this enormous <laughs> Come on, <Gene>. scorched <laughs> scar on the side of Tropius. And the stone that serves as one of its wings is kind of blackened and charred from the journey as well. Oh God. The stones are not meant to interact with their inverse element. He's kind of first time seeing Tropius, seeing an actual source stone for the first time in person is kind of just like... Yeah, it's, it's basically like looking upon a 15 to 20 foot long slab of living emerald. It's very unnerving for you. And in the center of town, all around Tropius, lush jungle plant life begins to just sprout and grow. 
I think we should move this stone away from it. Yeah. It seems like it was hurting the one it has. Where should we put it, though? And for right now, let's just put some distance. It doesn't have to be that far, but okay. let's just see if this helps. What, uh, what, why don't we Can put we... it on the sled? We'll be oh, able to yeah. kind of get it around a little okay. bit easier. Strap it down, maybe. Yeah. As Janos exits the longhouse and gives Tropius a knowing nod, looks down at the three of you. I take it your meeting went well. Yeah, yes, yes. I think so. You're still here. Oh, okay. Fair, so yeah, well. in that it regard, well. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. There's lots to frozen. do. <laughs> yeah. We're just, we want to help Tropius. So we're just going to move this a little bit away. You may bring it into the longhouse for now. Okay. Are you sure that's a good idea? Just because, I, I mean, you know more than me, so... Absolutely feel free to say that I'm an idiot, but given what goes on in that house, I would hate to roll that in there and then it ignite, you know. Is that not the purpose? Rekindle the flames? Yeah, but don't we like... Oh, group huddle, group huddle, <laughs> quick group huddle. As he's like staring over yeah. us, like in the huddle still. He's like leaned up against the outside of the longhouse. Oh, okay. See, the spectacle of Atropius just yeah, crashing into right. an ice mountain yeah. is, With a, a is big pretty big. Stone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm unsure, given kind of what we just saw, if we want to do that. I feel like I don't know if we need to like get a guardian for it now. Oh. Because what if we put it in there and then this monster that's taking them all like can sense it or smell it that mm. it's reactivated you know what i mean well, i think it can already smell it right it was already tracking tropius yeah maybe i'm just saying the difference between it being looking like more dormant and like active so what do you think we should bury it no i'm just not ignite it oh like put it in a fire yeah not put it in the house that's like reigniting all the fire abilities i mean maybe we could i just don't know it it, it it seemed like uh, one of the options was, you know, this monster gets this stone and then it snowballs and it gets all of them. I don't want to, like, trigger that. Mm. I don't know if we need to get a guardian for it now. Yeah. Say we trust him. He knows what he's talking about and worst case scenario, that thing comes here and then... Should we tell him what we saw and get his opinion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And say why we should maybe ignite it. Just, you know. Just give him the heads up, and yeah. then, worst case scenario, that thing shows up, and, I mean, we have a 10-foot in length wolf yeah. with whatever we have. So yeah. That okay. Thing, if that thing shows up, we'll be ready for it, at the very least. I hope so. Well, okay. I okay. think maybe let's do that, and then let's see if we can put Tropius somewhere safe. Agreed. Okay, let's let's go. Duna! <laughs> you just run away to the healer. <laughs> oh yeah, she's already like I, Dina, Duna, help. I'll handle this, I guess. <laughs> oh no. I guess, oh jeez. I guess it's up to us, buddy, and I'll pat D on the back and like push him ahead of me. <laughs> I'll uh I'm gonna throw out uh, mute, biohazard, and uh Nidorino. Okay. To kind and then like 
pull the sled and have them start to kind of like roll it onto like the sled itself so we can kind of just blow along easier. Does anything happen when they touch it? No. Okay. Mercifully, because you've seen... Because Mortar touched it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing okay. that you are expecting to happen when something... You're like... No, 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 as yeah. they all put their yeah. hands on it, they're not able to move it. But they don't burst into flame okay. or suddenly become enraged or anything. Okay. I'd be very careful if this lights up to let anyone or anything touch it. Yes. Yeah. Biohazard especially, as he's pushing, he's doing the thing like... Oh, it's so heavy! Oh, come on, guys! We oh, we're doing great. But you can see he's just kind of oozing down. He's not really built for like pushing stuff. Yeah. It's just all over yeah, it. Yeah, his mute's like, <laughs> oh, and then Rito's like, come on, guys! But I was like, yeah, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, guys. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he could ooze under it. With his just like nasty bo reeking out, you're like, oh man, come on, like as body spray. <laughs> Why? A little oozy lubricant underneath, like push it. Just oil it up, like yeah. gummy up. I'm just gummy like, up stop. Okay, bye. Yeah, he and comes I'll, back. I'll bring all all of them back because okay. they're probably a little cold. So. Yeah. Well, uh, Janos will clutch a large staff of bone from the side of the longhouse and just kind of like begin to prop it up as Claremont goes. Yeah help him out. Give me a strength check from Claremont. Boy. As at first he's like, I could probably lift this. Okay, while we do this, should we should we tell him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, yeah. Tell him all the deets. Yeah, we'll kind of give him the brief rundown of the, do you want to give him like everything, like the vision and everything too? Like, I like was the, just going to say like, the hey. The metal monster? Yes. For okay. sure that. Are you, what do you mean by the vision? Like, the, oh, like the fire, like finding a fire champion, oh. doing all that. Like, do we want to? I mean, D wouldn't mind because he seems to know my family lineage somehow. Right. So yeah. there's like a weird a sense trust. of like a weird trust. Like, how do you know so much about me when I've yeah. never heard about you? I I think minimally it's that this monster is a threat and it could be, it, it it's gonna go one of two ways according to the Icebringer. Either a this thing gets this stone which then gives it the ability to get all of the stones or we get a new champion for it and we can end the freeze seven seven all right yeah as claremont is trying to push it even with janos's help kind of propping it up they're only able to lift it like this much this thing is dense right um I'm assuming it was vague on purpose, but you said the like new champion, we just recognized that it was fire type. Mm -hmm. Do we have any hints as to the trainer that was sad about it? Uh, no. Okay. The, uh, the general idea of it is you get that vision and then just feelings of emotion. Mm. Okay. And the emotion is if the chosen successor is someone's partner, mm. it can no longer be. Oh, In the yeah. same way that so, Crash has signed a pact. Yeah. So it's okay. so it's not saying that like it has to be a trainer's Pokemon, but if it exactly. is right. okay. but if it's not a unanimous decision, Correct. it results only in complete destruction. But I feel like right. if that's the vision that we got, then it's kinda has to be. What are you talking about? That's not the only vision we got. In on that path. Of there being a new guardian, it was someone's Pokemon. 
Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But I still feel like it doesn't have to be. I mean, potentially, yeah. But I'm just... As a character, seeing what I saw, that kind of seems like that's the way it has to be. Like, I, I Milo would see it as, like, the, these are specific things that have to happen in order for it to stop, and that is an element of it. Anywho's. I mean, Devin would suggest somebody, but... He doesn't know who that is, like or like what they're capable of. He, like Jacks, like Aries, would be a good mm-hmm. suitor. But yeah, we'll t- I'll tell Yannis uh, like the vague details. Okay. Of Sif. Yeah. Is uh, do you tell him anything personal from any of the three of you? What do you mean? Do you what? mention any of your any specifics of what you offered, what you saw specifically, or do you just say things about the metal beastie? Uh, I think the intention was to be like these were visions we received from yeah. the, ice the ice bringer. Okay. Yeah. Because if at any point you attempt to disclose specifics of a vision, Janos will silence you. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay. It's you. You're getting the impression it's it's Don't like tell us completely what you sacrilege. Oh. Of like, do not discuss. Like, you basically met a god. Mm. Okay. And they were kind enough to impart visions to you. Okay. Keep them to yourself. Gotcha. They're like, he's basically like, I I didn't go. I didn't offer anything for this information. Gotcha. I'm not meant to know it. Gotcha. But okay. if you tell him of like a beast is coming. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like okay. D, D would keep it vague because he'd probably pick up the context clues of like he's yeah. getting uncomfortable by us. Yeah, like oh, just rattling stuff. Yeah, like he's like me, he's it, like on the edge of his proverbial seat every time you're speaking, and he seems to just be waiting. And anytime you're like, yeah, and then we saw he goes. Because mm. to me, it was a thing of like you can trust this information because of where we got it. Yeah, that was why I would was trying to intentionally yeah. say that. No, like he. He's smelling what you're stepping in. Okay. And the point gets across. Okay. But he's like, you cannot tell me specifics. Gotcha. Okay. But if you say, like, yeah, the metal beast is on the way, that would yeah. be fine. But if you're like, we saw visions of the future, and it's the... He's yeah, like, yeah. no. Okay. Because gotcha. I can't know that. Then, yeah, no, we'd, we'd leave out those nitty-gritty details, but, okay. like, yeah. Something is coming to attack Tropius. Get the stones. And maybe get the stone. Well, both. Both. It wants both. Okay. Especially if we ignite it. Did you guys see how it, like, smelled it, though? Yeah. That's why I'm concerned that we, like, light it up. It could, like, get the scent of it. Am I, but, am I taking crazy pills? No, I... Okay. Is it... Do you think it's a Pokemon? It seemed like a machine, more right. to me. Which then means it was designed... To like sniff out, correct. Sort, which means they have to have one. Is that how do you engineer it to like, hey, mm. you know, kind of like a dog? Fair. I mean, unless it's different in the sense of like energy. Like if there's something, let's say, 
sage uses grassy terrain there's like an energy to that right mm -hmm. or like haka uses rain dance there's like an energy to that mm -hmm. and there's somehow a way to distinguish like a water energy and a grass energy Ooh, what if what if it's somehow connected to that weird stuff that we saw in the park the ooh, the, the goop, goop. Yeah, the oopy goop. It could, could have been like the early makings of yeah. what this final metal Thing beast was. is. It's super angry. Or they're just trying to make synthetic source stone using yeah, something kind of, that they it have. It just doesn't last as long because it's not from yeah. like this the Cause source. Because he, he was absorbing other bits when he felt like he was running out, kind of like a battery almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we need to take care of this thing and get a guardian because if the winter was to be lifted, he would. it looked like he took some of the Firestone and has some. Mm -hmm. So he'll have that power if it's brought back. So we can't, if it comes here, it cannot go in that house. So we're the... So are we still bringing it in to ignite it? That's my concern because if it goes in there to get it, then well, it'll have like all the power did we just tell you know all this all this stuff just that the thing was coming maybe if oh, we, if we, we ignite but, it probably but that we shouldn't do that anymore because it'll make it easier for that thing to find it oh that's what we wanted to ask yeah, like, do you what's know your opinion yeah if we were to ignite this do you think it would be easier to find or would maybe things around the world know that it had been ignited if it is outside the longhouse yes oh the runes will the keep runes. it shrouded. <laughs> okay, well then maybe that's the way maybe to go. go. So if we bring it in, get it going, do we have to truck this thing around? And then there's just going to be fire Pokemon coming after us all the time? No chance. No, I think if we leave it there, it can be hidden for a little while yeah. with the runes. But how are we going to find a champion if it's well if we find nuts. the champion that that's the hard part that's gonna be the hardest part. it's like hypothetically let's say we hold mystery man auditions right and we set up our table and everyone comes and shows <laughs> us what they're capable of the problem is Laris got he got talent. the golden buzzer alaris <laughs> got talent yeah the problem is they don't have their abilities to show you're going to vegas you know what i mean <laughs> but i think you're that's going why. to etiola <laughs> But I think that's it's why we need to ignite me. it and bring it out of the longhouse, <laughs> is so we can restore some of that back. Wait, say that again? Well, because like... We just hold auditions in the house. <laughs> we're just gonna travel around the entire Laris region and being like, you're coming with me because you're my... You're my dude that I think is gonna, you know, you're the next big star, baby. Yeah, but if the thing's on the way here, <laughs> if it's already I on the talent. way here, and we're on a sled out here, it'll just wipe us out. You saw what it did to a legion of privateers. Yeah, that but was... They were also un unexpected of it. We just have to be on our toes constantly. <laughs> I'm literally talking out of my butt right now. Like, I just saw a giant iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> And there's magical runes and rocks everywhere. I don't know what is real anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> and this thing in one of the visions took out all of them. It took the stone, then Tropius, and the Ice Springer. And yeah, that's what I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you guys saw something else, but I thought that was an effect of it getting this first stone. Yes. It dominoed into like, cool, got yes. this one. Yeah. Murder Tropius got the grass one. Yes. Let's kill the Icebringer. Now the snow's gone, yeah. and I'm even stronger. Yeah. 
Exactly. So. Because oh, we'd technically be walking around with almost three with Nubster. Yeah. Tropius and this fire one. Yeah. Well, well, it's I don't like know. An all you can eat buffet. I don't know if Nubster is just kind of how that thing is right now, where he just has like bits of it. But instead of the like the core. Looking specifically at how Nubster got it, was defeating another one in combat. So if it knocks out Nubster in combat and takes it, right. But he also didn't. So make he the has same parts of as, it. But he also didn't make the same pack that Crash did. Correct. Yeah. That was just a a champion battle. Like fight me, bro, and it's mine, huh? Give yeah. me lunch money. Yeah. This is out of my expertise. Um, you guys have been dealing with this a lot longer than I have, so whatever you guys want to defer to, I am on board. Do you gotta be real? We're always just shooting from the hip. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> that was supposed to be a boost of confidence from me to you, but... Glad I, I appreciate it, though. <laughs> I'm gonna boost your confidence. I'm gonna drag you down to our level. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say, what if we, like, gated it with the gym here? And so if anyone was able to win the badge, and it's typically the last badge, and they have a fire Pokemon... So we're just gonna live in a world of ice until some random Joe Schmo comes around? Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, I don't know if there's a quick way to I don't yeah, I don't know to how do to do that to vet people. Yeah. You sit Your the... your friend Jax, the leader, uh-huh. uh, from my deductive reasoning, being where he is yeah. and the Pokemon that we saw him, <laughs> Correct. he's of the fire variety. Yes. You saw how his Typhlosion has abs. You saw that. Yes. Yeah. It has abs? Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. you see that in the vision? No. He's pretty yoked. Oh. I just heard he got ripped up like paper. But he's yeah, got he abs. Yeah. No, Ares is physically imposing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. he has like abs and big. biceps. So. Yeah. yeah. I had to go back a second time. <laughs> he's jacked. In, yeah. his, in his art, he has abs. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's an apex. <laughs> his, he is an apex. His, his, whole, his whole body is an arrow pointing down, asserting dominance. Because <laughs> everyone's beneath him. But I mean, we can throw this bone over to Jackson maybe he has a an idea given that his specialty seems yeah, to be of yeah. the fire variety it's a good start yeah, I, I I don't know about you guys though I'm 100% down that's a great idea but I think he should come here yes because we're going to keep it hidden in the room because if they can shroud it in here rather than trying to tote this yeah there's no way we can tote this it was burning terpious question from the from the visions, mm-hmm. if we found a champion of sorts, mm-hmm. with them touching the stone, would it reignite it, or would we need to ignite it first and then bring it to this so-called champion? Either or. If the yeah, but I don't want to carry it across the, the world. If the champion is deserving, the stone will reignite. But okay. if it's if it's already out, then there's no scent to it. So yeah, that, I know, but it's we're huge. just rocking around with a big that old rock. may have yeah. been lost as well. The creature that was able to basically yeah. smell the stones, yeah. the stone was already dormant. Yeah, oh. and he still smelt it. Yeah, oh, okay. So, so it is it matter. is still presumably emitting whatever this that thing God. can do. Um, but did he dealt it? And rather mm. depressingly <laughs> for you guys at this point, uh, the Poryphone goes off. Uh. It's two lines. <laughs> it says out of the canyon, Steelix is still there. Good luck. 
I don't got time for this right now. Yeah, they didn't send much <laughs> this time. Steelix? That's the one we saw in the vision, right? Part of it. That came out of the Zeppelin with that thing. Yeah. At this point, uh, Janos will stop trying to pry up the stone onto the sled and just... dust his hands and spike the staff into the ground. This creature that comes, does it have a heart of stone or flesh? Uh, I'm gonna assume stone, stone, maybe yeah. even metal. If Electronics. It, if its heart is stone or metal, it cannot pass the runes. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, I think that's all the more reason for Jax to come here, then. Yeah, let's let's get it inside. Okay. We can shroud it for a time, but... Right. It must be inside. Should okay. we, uh... Should we text them back, since they're clearly on their phone, and see if... See if they can get Jax here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pull out the Pori phone, mm -hmm. uh, and I will say... Hold, please. Yep. Oh, you're gonna Kay. take it out. Spoke with the Ice Springer. Currently in Etiolo with... Are you with... typing it? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, then I don't need to do this. Uh, probably not, no. Okay. Spoke with the Ice Springer, currently in Etiolo. With Tropius... The fire stone and the grass stone. Keeping it safe within a protected house. Looking for a new champion. Looking for a new fire champion. Send Jax? Bring Jax. In a protected house. Yeah. Looking for a fire champion. Bring Jax. Immediately. And like D's gonna f bold underline italicize <laughs> size thirty six font. <laughs> I can do that. Bold underlined italicize <laughs> font size thirty six. Turn to gothic font. Oh, that's so In good! Bring it immediately. <laughs> full tag. Full full uh, line break. Run. Yeah, and also Mr. Lavio, how are you doing? No, not even that. He's <laughs> all he's all business right now. So yeah, sends that off. Okay. There we go. The message goes. Okay. All right. Well, let's get it inside at least. Yeah. Um. Is it, it? It's not snowy in the Etiolo, right? Like it's nope. just regular street. Yeah, it it snows and then about forty feet above the ground, it just collects. Okay. It's almost like a large igloo. Maybe I could have Nubster come out and like lay some ice out in front of it. In. Okay. Layer. Yeah, Nubster, as Push. you as soon as you emerge, the green stone flashes a bright blue just for a moment. Okay. And that ash and soot kind of fall away. And the redstone flashes for just a moment before emitting just a small amount of steam as the ice that begins to form on it melt away. You get the sense that these three stones being so close together might be a bit risky. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But as Nubster hits the field, Janos kneels down, seemingly in the presence of the divine. That's right. <laughs> AKA Nubster. As Nubster's just like <laughs> He doesn't even notice We'd like to upgrade to the suite now, please <laughs> <laughs> We'll take your throne, sir <laughs> uh, 
as even the large Arcanine kind of gives him a curious oh, nod no. and slinks <laughs> very gingerly through the longhouse and just kind of looks through the doorway and gives a knowing nod as Nubster's like, I could take him. <laughs> if I wanted to, but I don't. <laughs> okay. Um, is he not, he's not at all like, I know he's oblivious normally, but is he, with he, the, with he the stones all interacting, he doesn't, he's like, okay. Okay. He's, no, he's John Travolta holding a coat. Can you, <laughs> can you lay out some ice in the <laughs> We need to get the stone in. Roll, uh, roll some damage for ice beam. Damage? Yeah, just how... You're in a because you're in a Why room. Why do I damage, damage their town? Just the damage. damage. No, no, no. Is just the damage. Like I need how much how much well, ice can you produce? Okay. In the protection of runes that are preventing ice from building up. Okay. It's not difficult to hit. You're just shooting the ground with an ice beam. The other and thing you're not in stress, so it's easy to take your time. But the other interesting conversation it? is, let's say we do find a new champion. Where do they take it? Because it'd be kind of weird to just put it back in Xantha, right? Where everyone knows it is. Like, do we make any attempt to hide it? I guess it's up to the Guardian. Yeah. 26. 26! Alright. Yeah, you're able to freeze an ADA-compliant ramp into the longhouse. Sweet. <laughs> Claremont's like, it's up to code. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. He puts on his inspector's cap. Are there any handicapable people in this village? You're welcome. <laughs> he goes, no fire extinguisher, no wet floor signs. You're going down for this one. $1,268 per fine. That's a violation. Enclosed fire without proper ventilation? But yes, you now have a nice little ramp of slick ice out. Sweet. Should probably push it before it goes away, though. Yeah. All right. Let's roll this baby in. Claremont, give me a strength check with advantage on account of there's some slick ice there. Do it, do it, do it. And you thankfully, your steel-toed <gasps> boots give you very good traction in the ice. You have advantage, though. You have advantage. Oh, go for that natural yeah. 20. Yeah, you might throw do it through the building. <laughs> Shot put it into the flame. <laughs> a natural 20. All right. Claremont looks at you just goes, this ramp will do. <laughs> and just get it's really slow at first and his feet are kind right. of sliding and then those those nice steel-toed OSHA approved boots just dig right in make sure he, he lets it go once it gets inside and he slides yeah. right on up and you can see as it passes the threshold it begins to just very slowly reignite you can see the sparks like re-emerging as he's like is this gonna be safe for my hands probably and not. he just yeah. pushes it into the doorway yeah, yeah don't touch and it anymore. just kind of flops up <laughs> right into that central fire pit. And the flames for a half second just and you're worried it's gonna engulf the longhouse as they're then just constrained and pulled back down to a reasonable level. Interesting. I'd like to take out Arjan mm -hmm. and see how he's feeling in here. Yeah, as he emerges, that flame on his back is brighter than ever. He's like, oh, sweet, cool, and he's outside. Oh. As he walks out the building, he's like... <laughs> oh, alright. Okay. He restored... And he jumps back in and it... it gets roars even more. even more. And he's like... 
Go even further from the building. Does it keep going down? He, he has to like kind of gets? climb down the melting ice on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Up. Still there? Still there. Do you want to see how far you can get? Yeah, let me pick him up. Okay. And then we're going to go. Yeah, he's nice and warm to the touch again. You're like, oh, you're back. I want to see if I can step like outside the runes. If okay. he still has it. Like, right. just a step. I'm not going that far. I just okay. literally... So you head, like... Ow. You going down the mountain, or are you just, like, going laterally? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> the second one. Yeah. Okay, just going laterally? <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you head to the edge of town, you're kind of, like... You see a spot where the snow kind of piles up, and you, you take, like, one step out, and you're yeah. just immediately met with, like, blizzard yeah. winds. You're like, we're done. Go out there. <laughs> He seems uncomfortable, uh -huh. but the fire's still there. It's just oh, very boy. suppressed because okay. of the blizzard, blizzard wind. You might an know. Flame. I'm gonna run back in and share the results. Milo, give me a perception check while you're out there. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I changed my expertise. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you choose perception? No, I oh, chose Pokemon, Pokemon handling, which suits him. Three. You are in a blizzard. Come okay. on. Seven total. Yeah, you notice nothing out of the ordinary. It would have been nine. About Arjan or anything else. Nine. Yeah. As you bring, nine. As you bring him back in. He just seems happy to be out and with you. He's like, all right, cool. Okie dokie. Like, this is great. And you notice the sun kind of peering through that newly forming igloo up above the, uh, the top of Etiola. Just a little. Not a ton. Wait, there's what? A, there's a little bit of fire. Okay. The sun is beginning to peer through what was, for a while, just endless storm clouds. Okay. Mm. Um, so, he still has fire abilities outside the runes. Okay. Just a note. Does that mean everybody's back? Do you want to text send him a follow-up? Yeah, I'll pull out the porter phone being like... Do you have fire now? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Do... Hot or not? <laughs> yeah, I'll be like... Rest that would've been nice. <laughs> Restored the Firestone to its normal state? Maybe? Maybe? Question mark? You have fire? Do you have fire? Arjan seems to be producing... them now, okay. even without... being within... its protection? I guess? Uh, I, uh, that's just gonna I, be confusing. We'll explain that Arjan, later, yeah. Arjan, Arjan can has use fire. Arjan can yeah. use fire now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, in delete now. He's <laughs> like, I can't explain magic rocks to them right now. <laughs> Away from I the rune. What? Uh, race car emoji. Uh, <laughs> Brazil flag. Yeah. <laughs> just type it all out in the unknowns. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond hands, Swedish flag. Not now. Parents in room. <laughs> Dala Bella Bilia. The hundred and then fire mm -hmm. emojis. But okay, yeah, the restored the away. fire stone. Do you have fire? Arjan has fire. Please now. respond immediately. Please respond immediately. <laughs> immediately. But yeah, as the as the stone enters the premises, okay, it reignites. Arjan is very pleased. Do you have any other fire types with you? I wish. Do no. you bring them I, out? Oh, you didn't have red puppy, did you? Mm -hmm. He did not bring white puppy. I brought Arjan specifically for this purpose. Right. I, I remember that. I have mute. Uh, actually, I'll bring Star out. Okay. 
Yeah, star in the presence of this stone gets that same, like, billowing collar of fur. And like a little tuft on the top of the head begins to kind of emanate. The tail swishes excitedly as little embers sparkle off the edge. Mmm. How do you feel? She's like, boy, it's hot. Fair point. Do you want to go back in or are you okay? She's like, it's chill. Okay. We're good. It's chill, but it's hot. <laughs> as little Arjan just walks up, he's like, can I pet your dog? <laughs> <laughs> Can I pet the kitties? <laughs> Can I pet your titties? <laughs> My what? My what? Those. <laughs> oh, kitties. That was in the that was in the meme. That was the meme thing we were watching. He, he just goes, All yeah, right. that's fine, yeah. sure. Alright, so I just like Hi. <laughs> so she's really soft. With his tiny paw. His stub. I'll uh, I'll I'll let everybody out and kind of, okay. but I will forewarn Biohazard like, dude, anybody here is chill. Like, okay. He comes out and he's like, "Who we stinking? Nobody. <laughs> Who Nobody <we> stinking. <laughs> all right. Stinking. He's like, all right, all right, cool. We'll get to. No, just kidding. I will find ways in my everyday life to use that. Who we stinking? Who we stinking? But yeah, I'll let everybody kind of just be out and relax since we haven't had a chance to. Relax for yeah. in like a while, a while, and yeah. kind of come to a breathing point, and it not being frigid. Hey yeah. Arjun, what do you say we uh, do some cooking finally? Ooh yeah, he's like, all right, sick. Okay, I'll ask. You name it, I'll cook it. I'll ask. Uh, maybe uh, Durna or Phoebe can translate if they have. Uh, a kitchen or foodstuffs nearby and if they would also like to partake in this because we may need to uh eat up and prepare got a long i don't know journey or wait or what gotta wait till we get something back from them okay and we will plan. make a stew a stew yes a good stew a veggie like, Stew. I was thinking maybe we could use some leftover Tauros, but that seems weird, so I'm gonna go for the Stew. I don't think there's any leftover. He was, like, picking its bones. I mean, would it be weird if we used, like, the bones for the Stew? I'm, I'm cool with just broth. Okay. Like. Well, I like, it could be, like, a broth. <laughs> She's like, for God's sake, my first warm meal, can you not? Could it be vegetarian, Stop trying to make please? it okay to eat. All right, I'll, I'll make a nice vegetarian stew. Well, with you can Arjun. put veggies in the other stew too. We're just gonna make a nice vegetarian and then just put, stew. Oh, okay, no D, meat. Yeah, Dee's just gonna ask yeah. if he could put us, have... or if Arjun could put aside like a non-meat stew for him. Yeah, it's we're like, making a non-meat stew. It, that's, it's yeah. He's, gonna... He's like, it's totally... all I have: some cucumbers <laughs> and a tomato. <laughs> I, I... delicious. Here's, here's what I want to do, and you two can do <laughs> whatever you want. Just some grass. Can you eat this? Yeah. Is this what you eat? Yeah, I mean, I've eaten. Dee's eaten bark before and oh, yeah. acorn, so. You two can do whatever you want. We'll get like a bushel <laughs> basket of vegetables, and then while you guys do whatever, in the background, you just see Arjan and hear like little squeaks, like, wee, wee, wee. and then, yes, chef, and I like cut things. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. Yes, chef. Just more and more frantic as it goes along. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> I can't keep up, Chef. Are you okay, Milo? <laughs> yes, Chef! 
in all seriousness, though, I'm just so engrossed in enjoying a peaceful moment with a Pokemon that hasn't been able to do its his passion. Wait. Wait. Tropius. Wait. Wait. She came in. Wait. Got Tropius, didn't she? Did she? Oh, Dorna's looking at it like I'm, I, I'm gonna go help Dorna. Yeah, Dorna's like my healing abilities are limited to like that guy kind of. I don't know. <laughs> Even he was out of my realm. Like I can make him comfortable. I can fluff a pillow for him. I don't know. What, I, don't I mean, know. I'm gonna be cooking. Let me know if you need help. I need this stew stat. Yes, chef. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Phoebe, as you head back out, Tropius is breathing shallow. No. But seems to be improving rapidly. Okay. In the absence of the Firestone. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but is still, there's still that massive scorched burn mark that it refuses to heal over. Um. Oh, where it was like holding it. Mm -hmm. It's seriously. It looks like she just embedded it in her torso oh. and flew. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, it's rough. It's okay. Rough going. Can I use a uh, Pokemon handling to see if I can get closer? Oh, there's no need. Oh. Tropius remembers you. Oh, okay, cool. You get that <laughs> kind up? of like <laughs> soft, knowing nod of like, it's you again. Yes, it's Hello. you. You don't look so good. She's like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> no, it's the darndest thing. Uh, but she will present a nice little bouquet <clears throat> oh. of fruits and veggies for the for the oh, meal. Oh, sweet. And she's like, we'll put it in there. Here. Okay. Milo. <laughs> Claremont's like. Yeah, yeah, run it back to Milo. And he'll run inside. <laughs> As he just runs in, he goes, to Arjan. He just goes, and just kind of whistles to you. He's like, grab those. Yeah, okay. Yes, chef. There we go. And you're like, whoa, jeez. As Claremont goes, this is a lot He's of... He's like, lift with your knees. This is a lot of food. <laughs> Come on. Lift Feed with your village, legs. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Then uh, can I use uh, my medicine to see how bad it is or if I can do anything? You're using mm -hmm. all of your proficiencies. Yeah. yeah. One of these could be boosted. I don't want to cheat but right not now, a, though. But not in the I moment. Can't I can't cheat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, use some, uh, take a little medicine? Yeah. Okay. Get a little medicine. 22. Okay. The burn? It seems like supernatural and beyond right. what you're capable of doing, at least here and now. Right. The lacerations you can help with. Okay. You've seen these before. They're deep, but they've already started to heal. Okay. But you're able to, like, kind of help clean them out. Mm. Tropius is having a, a rough time because mm. you all you have is, like, drinking alcohol, basically, that they've been using to clean the wounds. I'm taking a sip. Darn it, we need something stronger. Like, One for the doctor. <laughs> Two shots of vodka. <laughs> but you're able to clean out most of the lacerations and begin stitching some of the smaller ones. Okay. The largest of them, the you bank. kind of are just like, but you notice a lot of the moss kind of growing around you. And you scoop some of that up oh. and just kind of... Pat that in. Pat that right on in. You're like, uh, hopefully. <laughs> I don't you know. You kind of like wrap it with some medical tape and put that on. You're like, I hope. And Dorna just looks at you and is like. <laughs> and then looks back <laughs> towards Gordo like. This beast falls from the sky. You care about it. You, do, you bring me this man. You don't even stay to see if he's okay. I did. <laughs> I checked on him. And it's oh, we'll around this time. That Gordo does hobble out Ooh. of the tent. <laughs> Gordo! Nearly splinted good leg. As he's kind of hobbling out. 
How long was I out? <laughs> a pretty long time. What is that? It's only been a couple hours. It's uh, Tropius. <laughs> Meet Gordo. <laughs> she gives him a nod. He's like, Jeez, I'm like looking around. He's like, Malcolm. <laughs> Where is Malcolm? Malcolm's just been kind of hovering at his side. Okay. <sighs> so the trophy is just like, okay, cool. He's crazy. Good to yeah, know. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go back to sleep now. All right. Gordo just hobbles over. Gordo, a lot's happened. Uh, clearly. <laughs> Better sleep for two weeks. Is that... What was in that drink? <laughs> As Dorna's just like... The good stuff? Lithium. <laughs> yeah, lithium. Pretty much. Something similar. Just zonk him out for a couple hours. Uh, can I tell him a little bit about... Obviously not specifics. Oh yeah. But just like, what's up? What we're doing? Yeah. He just kind of takes a moment to breathe all that in. He's like... Wow. You went all the way up to the summit? Yeah. Offered your prizes? I'd live to tell the tale. I'd say you've had a mighty fine <laughs> first voyage. This, this, yeah, I feel like it was good. Around this time, Claremont emerges with an apron he procured from somewhere. <laughs> Kiss the chef! <laughs> <laughs> with a little, a little machoke face. <laughs> No power. Food time? Alright. Cool. As Come Arjun on, presents just plates and plates of salads, bowls of some fine stews, all perfectly seasoned. Mm. Presentation. Ten and ten. taste. Yes. Ten out of ten. Golden buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to Vegas. <laughs> You're the new guardian. <laughs> <laughs> It's you his restaurant. To, the yeah, the, the yeah. stone powers his uh, his oven. <laughs> <laughs> you have to beat his cooking to get to become the yeah, next yeah, guardian. Yeah. There's just a Pokemon version of Gordon Ramsay and yeah. Anthony Bourdain that judge your. And his kitchen thing. is also called Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deal. Chow down. Okay. Food. Yeah, you all settle in for a for once peaceful night. Among friends. Yay. So you have a a nice, tasty, and delicious meal all prepared and laid out for you. I'd like to send out my Pokemon to, to eat as well. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's yep. plenty. Arjun's so excited to be cooking. He's like, round two, boys. Let's go. Heck yeah. Is there anything else you wish to do? Did anybody bring trophies out food? No. We should probably do that. I will do that. Okay. He volunteers to be stable. Yeah. tribute. Yeah, D. Mm -hmm. A creature you have never met ever, never encountered, um, and are largely unfamiliar with. T would basically be like walking up to a dinosaur. You're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look. The one time eyes. it might be awkward to be like, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I I jest. She also is a vegetarian. As you bring out the dish, you get like a knowing nod. She seems like weak from the journey, but mm -hmm. like she's on the slight mend, especially with yeah. Phoebe's help. Yeah. On the mend. But yeah, as, as I'm kind of standing there, kind of like observing, seeing that like Phoebe did a 
pretty pretty darn good job. I'll just look at Tropius and be like, um, I know we haven't met, but I am friends with the uh, Milo and Phoebe. Um, um, this seems like you have a little bit of a mark. How, how does, does it hurt? So kind of unfold the mass of large palm frond leaves and up close, it's bad. Yeah. It's like beyond third degree burns and a huge laceration in the side. Mm-hmm. And like, oh God, as it's just like boiled and blistered over, filthy with ash and dirt. She's just... Do you mind if I try something? And, She'll uh, move all the fronds out of the way. I will whistle for Star. Okay. Yeah, she's like... Hey, Bo! Hey. To go hopping down. <laughs> yeah, I'll... Uh, she's like, what up? I'll bring her over and I'll kind of place her in front of Tropius. Um, she, she seems to be able to produce some sort of healing properties, so maybe this can either fix it or help ease the pain to some extent. Give me a wish. I wish, I wish with all my might. Get a hundred. Ninety-seven. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Oh. Star. As the sun has gone down and the snow has kind of parted a little ways, there's a full moon tonight. Ooh. As you let out your wish, D, you notice her ears get sleek and pointed and a number of circular runes begin to appear. She takes a moment to hum. And there's this beautiful shooting star across the sky. And as you look down, Tropius's wound ever so slightly cleans itself out, begins to heal just a touch. Yes. Good, good, good job, Star. No, kind of scratch in between your ears. Yeah, as you do so, the ears kind of return to their flopsy nature. The circles fade away. Um, well, I, I, I hope that helps a little bit. She gives you a deep nod. And a little apple bounces out towards Star, who's like, <laughs> For me? <laughs> and just begins adorably licking the side yeah. instead of chewing into it. Um, do you need anything else? Are you okay? Okay. It's a deep nod as out from the side of her, she produces another very small emerald green stone just pushes it towards you and there's a leaf emblazoned on the front can I do a nature check to see if D knows what this is oh yeah oh weird here star hold on to it oh my god <laughs> six six yeah it's some kind of leafy stone <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah. gotta be worth a fortune <laughs> oh my god man D kind of goes you know, thank you. Don't put it in his in his bag. Okay. Yeah, the tropius will just kind of coil in on itself like some sort of large snake, 
and just brings the, the folds over and you see there's a very dull green glow from the inside just emanating off the wing. Yeah, Dee will pick up Star and the apple and be like, we should probably let her rest. Okay. Yeah, she'll she'll coil like completely into a ball and just like hold the apple like an otter and just be like Cute. She's yeah. having a grot Tim. I'll walk back inside with everybody. Okay. As you rejoin the squad, mm-hmm. there's a bit of laughter, some joyous occasion. Claremont is trying to juggle plates. It's going very weirdly. Weird? <laughs> Give me a dex check for Claremont. See what he does. I don't know what his... He has a plus three. A, can we throw him around like the the dwarves in The Hobbit? Blunt the knives, bend the spoons. How'd you do? They're all broken. <laughs> yeah. It's a low DC. Four? Four? It's a natural, natural one. Oh, no. As he's like... <laughs> he doesn't catch a single one. <laughs> As these little stone plates kind of collide with the ground, he's just... <laughs> oh, that was weird. <laughs> Bro, you guys should be more careful with your plates. <laughs> that fell. I don't know what happened. Oh, What's me? I didn't do it. Jeez, Claremont. Don't worry. It's a low DC. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, it's not that low. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. a seven on the die. I'm no. like, I'm pretty sure you made it. It's only a ten. You're like, yeah. No, 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 this no, is no. uh. No, no, no. As Arjun kind of laughs and like falls onto his back, he's chuckling at you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. I'll I'll introduce my uh, my team that maybe hasn't met uh, Eunice and Lil Pidge. Okay. Yeah, Eunice is just out. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, everyone, this is Eunice and this is Lil Pidge. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're gonna uh, they're gonna join us. So. Lil Pidge will emerge onto the, like, stone. And for the first time since it's thawing, you see it's about this big. Very, very tiny. There's Lil Lil Pidge. It is genuinely. Baby young, Pidge. Young Pidge. Lil Young Pidge. Yeah. <laughs> Lil Young Pidge. Check it out on SoundCloud. Lil Young Baby Pidgelet. Pidgelet? Pidgelet. 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 A Pidgeling. Yeah. <laughs> Pidgeling. Yeah. It's a so very, tiny. very tiny baby. It's about the same size as Arjun. Oh, look at how small he is. Huh? He's baby. He's baby. What if he turns into a fiery pidge? That'd be crazy. And looking at you like, <laughs> <laughs> don't burn baby pidge. I'm not going to burn him. I think he'd then just be near the stone. <laughs> 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 Comes out of nowhere. But we'll, we'll we'll do well together like always, and we'll we'll raise the little pidge. And I'll tell everyone on the team about how he was frozen and was thought out. Do they understand? I don't know. Yes, because I'm fluent in Pokemon speak. So oh. <laughs> definitely Trico speak. Yes, he speaks Trico. Uh, but yeah, just explain that and then how we're going to uh, raise it and train it as a group. Okay. Yeah, they're all like, welcome on board, little pitch. He's like, ah, attention. It's okay. Is he going to like hops into your lap again and just burrows into your jacket? Back to the nest. He's a baby. But, um, I'm, I'm sure just as a note that, um, Titania would be 
excited at the prospect of training it and also not being the youngest. Yeah, she's like, finally, a younger baby. <laughs> it's a fresh baby. Yes. Yeah, she's like, let me show you the ropes, show you how things work around I've been here. around here for a while. <laughs> I know the ins and outs. I've been here since the beginning <laughs> of my life. <laughs> That's it on my end, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kind of hanging out with everybody, making sure Mute's not, you know, having a psychotic breakdown like D does okay. uh, on the daily. But other yeah. than that, just... Mute seems, for a mercy, at least for now... Very relaxed, more so than you've seen him in a while. He's left the quick claw kind of propped up against your bag. And he's just kind of like enjoying the atmosphere. Gordo's regaling him with tales of the Yeti. His mute's like, nice. And then you like beat him up. You just like, you fight. Gordo's like, no, no, he, he destroyed me. <laughs> he punched me into the wall. <laughs> Wasn't even close. <laughs> Would you guys like any more stew? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a little bit more. That'd be great. Okay. Doing good? As good as it can be? Yeah. Okay. Given everything. Yeah. No, I feel you there. So, thank you. I'll walk back over. No more stew? No. Okay. <laughs> 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 to get a sense more of like Nidorino's uh, uh, personality, what's he doing? Nidorino is like kind of bouncing between groups. He's listening a little bit to the Yeti stories and he's like, he's like, I don't think half of that happened really at all. <laughs> like, I was there for all of it. <laughs> he does. He does get a kick out of Claremont trying to juggle. Um, he lets out like a little, <laughs> a little like glonk laugh when you're like, is he okay? He's like, oh, that's just how he laughs. Okay. <laughs> is he choking? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to grow up to be the lead singer of Disturbed. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like bouncing back and forth. He's looking at the runes on the wall, kind of meandering around. He stares at Tropius for a while. He's like, hey, you sleeping. All right. Cool. Just kind of getting the feel for everything. Yeah, he, you, you kind of get the sense he's also trying to figure out where he belongs. Where he's like, he's like, oh, no, I don't really know. So I've kind of been like on my own for like a while, you know, just do my own thing. Definitely seeing that as he's kind of like feeling like that he doesn't fit in. D would kind of like grab him by the horn and kind of bring him in for like a like a kind of like side hug, kind of okay. but like rough, like play rough kind of thing. Oh yeah, his his uh, little tail, for lack of a better word, he kind of like hip checks you and like oh, oh. there goes like three ribs you just you just feel the poison course through <laughs> he's like oh my god I'm so sorry you know what it's been a while we could have a race since we're in an area that isn't all snow do what a race we could have a race Nidorino Okay. Seems like he's pretty quick. I don't know if you want to like ride him or whatever. Nidorino, young pidge. No, not young pidge. <laughs> and Shirley. Come on. And Shirley. It's a confidence booster. I would be curious to see how quick Eunice is. Well, I know he's not going to be fast, but Milo would be like, maybe he's If it's got a some climbing hops. challenge, yeah. he's got you. 
Fitz bulldozing True. through a mountainside. I think Nina Reno's got that though. Yeah, boom. <laughs> if you're down, we can have a race. I've never done that. And if it's a race through a book, Claremont's got them both beat. He's <laughs> learning very fast. He's <laughs> reading at an Deba advanced kindergarten level. Debatable. <laughs> D would challenge that. Would you like to join us in a race? Uh, I don't know who I would use though. What about Claremont? <laughs> Has he just seen those thighs? <laughs> Don't you have BB too? Yeah, maybe if it's a short race. <laughs> Not like a long. Don't you have BB? Yeah. He could like hype Claremont too. <laughs> Roll all your dice twice. <gasps> oh my god. Jesus. He can still win. <laughs> <laughs> On your left. Don't you say it? <laughs> I'm done. You don't have to. Just <laughs> okay. fake it out of AS. I'll let BB do it. Okay. Alright. Yeah, BB's I'm, I'm like. Gonna also race he's like, as a human. <sighs> I, I, I don't do that. Sorry. Okay. I, no, I, I don't know how to run that's very funny. fast. BB does some stretches, re-wraps his, his, his uh, <laughs> knuckles, just in case I keep punching the mic again. Re-wraps his knuckles, kind of like taps on his legs a little bit, wraps his yeah. calves. He's like, all right. Warm up right. the thighs. It's like, we're racing a Claremont, tries to hype BB. He goes, Whoo. He was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, man. He's trying to hype Claremont's <laughs> hyping. He's like, yeah, it was really good. I feel really inspired. As Claremont then feels inspired, he's like, it worked. I'm his coach. <laughs> I would know. All right, so who's racing? Nidorino for D. Okay. Me as a human being. Okay. And Eunice. Okay. And BB. All right. A whole set of dice for everybody who's uh, who's running. Survivor's ready. Yeah. Roll your d4. Okay. Oh. Two. A one for me, a okay. four for Eunice. Okay. As Claremont steps out holding a flag he procured from somewhere. <laughs> He's getting all this stuff. Eunice. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes. <laughs> Love it. All the way across. As BB's like, yeah, you nice. He's like, oh, wait, I'm in this. Oh, jeez. As Milo, you're like, I am speed. As Nidorino's just like, come on, guys. It sets off past the two of you, but not catching your niece. Okay. D6. It takes him a second to get going. He's like a steam engine. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Four for Nidorino. Six for BB. Oh. Another one for Milo and a one for Eunice. <laughs> All right. Eunice, despite being off to the races, is just blitzed by everybody. He's like... <laughs> just, he gets little angry eyebrows. <laughs> I'm coming. You guys wait for me. Milo, you're, you're putting up an admirable display for a human boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, as Nidorino then just kind of barrels past you like, whoa, jeez. As BB sees his opportunity, runs past you, he's like, great job, man, you're doing great. As he just goes. I'm like a 50-year-old guy trying to race an ostrich at the zoo. <laughs> I, just... I can take him. I bet I can take him in a fight. D8s, everybody. Oh, come on, buddy. For the record, I'm rolling really well back here, but it doesn't Yikes. matter. I don't know why I'm rolling dice. I'm just doing it for fun. I've got a two, a six, and an eight so far. Uh, We're doing two, great. for Nidorino. Two okay. also for BB. Two for Eunice. A three for Milo. Oh, Milo. Hey. Yeah, Milo, you're still bringing up the You're, you're keeping a good pace, but you're completely outmatched. You're like, 
I gotta finish <laughs> for honor. Uh, let's see. So you're at a seven total. You're in an eight total. Nine. And you're at nine. So BB's barely out ahead of Nidorino. As Eunice is like, <laughs> as Milo, you're like, you feel a little hyped from BB. You're like, all right. And then you kind of like stub your toe. And you're like, oh, jeez. Oh, come on. Come on. I gotta keep going. Give me your D10. Uh, this one? Yes. That's oh. a nine for Nidorino. Oh, it's a nine for Eunice. <gasps> Three for BB. Seven for Milo. Right. What's up? All right. Milo, you take off and you start catching up. We're tied now. And then you realize that BB like pretended to tie his shoe. <laughs> and then as you catch up, he's like, great job, man. He's kind of keeping pace with you for a second. He don't, he don't even have legs. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Nidorino just barrels forward into a charge. He's, you see, he's kind of like a slow starter. As he gets moving, Eunice just goes, <laughs> just more aggressively hopping. And he's gaining ground impossibly fast. It's like vibrating. <laughs> he's like if your phone's on vibrate. He found a glitch. <laughs> guys, guys, if you if you, uh, if you cancel your jump halfway through by hitting crouch, you go faster. It's like that Skyrim when you get on buildings, you have to constantly jump to yeah. get into like a crack somewhere. It's funny. Climb it back and we'll be off. Oh. All right, other D10. Oh, yeah. Still has a single digit number? Yep. Okay. That's a 10. Oh, beautiful. Oh, still has a, what? Four. Oh, so no matter 10 what. for Nidorino, yeah. yeah. Six. Okay. Yeah. Milo, BB eventually is like, all right, man, I'll see you at the end. And then just like, <laughs> just catches his breath. Finally, he's like pretending to be winded with you. He's like, all right, cool, I gotta go. As you notice, Eunice just, <laughs> just slowing down as Nidorino's just further and further ahead, Looking blitzing past everybody. Truly ramping up. Yeah. yeah. He's he's Bowser in Mario Kart. <laughs> Slow acceleration, but a high top speed. Yeah. yeah. Give me a D12, everybody. Oh, I got an 11. That's a five for Nidorino. The five Aww. for Milo and eight Three. for Eunice. All right. <laughs> Eunice gains some ground. Mm hmm as Nidorino's charging, there's a slight turn as you guys reach the barrier. As Nidorino's like, ah, I gotta slide, so he has to like skid to a stop and then start up again. As Eunice just sees that coming, he just goes, I'm gonna go diagonal for a minute. Just goes, <laughs> over to the side. As BB's just kinda keeping pace. And he's yeah. like, come on, Milo, let's go! As so you're like, oh my god. How can you do it? You're feeling a little encouraged by his words, but you're also like, you're patronizing me, man. You tied your shoes, you pretended to be out of breath. What is going on? And BB's like, that's what I do, man. Hype you up. Alright, home stretch. You can all the see. The great equalizer. You all see the long house at the end. It's anybody's race. Everyone can roll a 1 and Milo can roll a 20 and win. And win. <laughs> Throwing an 18 over here, not that it matters. Again, I'm not rolling for anything. I'm just uh, rolling to be a part of it. 10 for Nidorino. Oh. oh. 11 for Six BB. 6 for Eunice. A seven for Milo. All right. Fitting. Incoming math. <laughs> yes. Add all your dice together. Okay. You all reach the end point at various levels of speed, but at roughly the same time, that turn was the great equalizer. 42 for Nidorino. Oh, 32. <gasps> 28 for Milo. Um, it was 4, 8, 10, 20, uh, 34 for Eunice. Okay. 
So Nidorino comes in in a healthy first. About three seconds later, Eunice comes vibrating across the finish line. <laughs> As Milo, you and Bibi, Bibi kind of like slows down. Do you get a 32 and, you, and Milo got a 34? No, I got, I got a 24. 24. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Bibi's like, come on, Milo. All right, man. <laughs> he just passes the finish line, and then he gets there, and he's like, "Oh, Milo, I've been running for you the whole time." And you're like, "You ran with me." <laughs> he's a Milo rooter. <gasps> God, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. I got tears in my eyes. All right, as you all cross the finish line for a nice, happy race, Claremont is there. With a mug of water and high fives all around nice, for everybody. Nice. Oh man. The drink up champ. I <laughs> mean, BB's like, all right. Who's saying like round two? Round two, anybody? There's one lap. That's good. We got one rep. I, I, I didn't expect five? to win, but I didn't think I'd lose that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon are fast. As Claremont just like dabs the sweat out your forehead, it's like drink some water, champ. Thank you. How's Nidorino feeling? Nidorino's like, ah. Speed. Oh, he's napping. He's having a he's dream. He's dreaming. Uh-huh. He's dreaming he was racing too. Let's yeah. see how Grover did. I'm just <laughs> well, if I if my rolls count for Grover, yeah, yeah. then he got 10, 16, 21, 23, 24, yeah. 34. He's probably dreaming about us leaving. <laughs> he's like, please. Don't. 42. Yeah, that's what Nidorino got. Grover tied Nidorino. I got an 18 on the D20, but a 2 and a 1 on the D10s. Oof. But yeah, some Nidorino's, dog. he's feeling good. He's like, yeah. he's like, alright, I feel good. I kind of stretched my legs out. And BB's like, oh, good race, man. Let's go. Claremont, mm-hmm. giving him the high five. He, he feels a little more. He's like, you know what? These guys aren't half bad. This is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if, if him and BB are kind of bonding over stuff, then I'd, D would suggest like Nidorino hang out with BB to oh, run yeah. laps, do whatever to tire BB out, even though it seems impossible. <laughs> yeah. BB's like, yeah, you guys were around too. Nidorino's like, yeah, right. It's okay. true. And they yes. kind of, they continue to run around. Nidorino's just completely obliterating him, but BB's a, he's a stamina yeah. runner. Yeah, he's, he's cross country. Vital he spirit. Care. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I can do this all day. And Nidorino's like, I got like three more in me. <laughs> BB's like, whatever, man. You do what you gotta do. Yeah, I'll let them. Alright, time. <laughs> Let's go! I wanna see you guys killing your dogs out there! Let's go! Drink your water, fill your body. What is your body? Listen to it. <laughs> the BB will be a Peloton instructor in this future. God. I'll have to design him one. <laughs> okay. As you guys finally settle in for the evening, Woo! lay down for a rest. Bedtime. Oh. The night comes and goes, uneventfully. Best kind of nights. <laughs> Especially in D&D. Yeah. As the sun rises on a new day. We're still a alive. A warmer day. You're still alive, you're still safe. You're still in Ediola. It is warmer? Well, that's good. A little bit. Okay. Okay, okay. You have not been abducted by cosmic forces in the night. Nothing bad has occurred to you. Hey, was that on the table? (laughs) (laughs) That's the every Tuesday. (laughs) We don't hear any 
mechanical whirring. Make a perception check. Oh boy. Why did you say that? Can't we just be ambushed and enjoy the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we just can be we die after lunch? Sideswiped. Seven. Seven? You don't hear any mechanical whirring. Great. What a great morning. <laughs> I'll take out um, a Pidgeot and uh, Titania. Okay. And do see if we can do a little flying exercises. Okay. A little bit of flight. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Get some uh, get some flight exercises. Give me some give me some D twenties, boy. Constitution checks, if you would. A four for Titania, and a ten for Baby Pidgeot. Okay, Titania's like, okay, so you're gonna flap your wings like this, and the little Pidgeot just goes. <laughs> He's like, I'm not made of steel. <laughs> This is quite easy for it me. It is a downside, unfortunately. Yeah, she's like, okay, didn't realize we were dealing with the new up-and-comer. Okay, <laughs> I was taking it easy on you, because I thought I might have trouble flying. So it's hard for little birds sometimes to fly, but you shouldn't feel bad if you can't. <laughs> As they're actively flying. <laughs> it's no shame, it's okay. It's no shame if you were having issues. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> even, the, even the strongest bird struggles to catch a breeze now and then. Wisdom. Fortune cookie. <laughs> Statement of the day. What was your tree nugget? I don't remember. It was like every branch falls or something. Yeah. Like that. Something <laughs> like that. I can't remember yeah, what it was. Every aged tree has a branch that Loses falls. a few branches. Um, was like, as trees age, branches fall. God. Dee will kind of just do, I guess, like rounds with the squad, kind of just checking on Tropius and then maybe do like a perimeter thing because seeing as Phoebe's like looking out and kind of being worried about it, Dee's like... Listening for the mechanical whir yeah, the global cooling fans. An yeah, anxiety, like kind of driven kid that he is. He's He's like... Ears out thing, kind of doing a premier walkthrough. All right, let's get a let's get an investigation check as you as you walk the in perimeter. Investigate with my new plus six to it. Beautiful. That went on a journey. That's Whoa. what we like to see. What is that? 18, 18 dude. So it's a 24. Man, yeah, D. As you're walking, you kind of take a sec. You're like, all right, let's take a look around. Whoa. And a nice cold wind blows by. And you're and you're like, I can see through everything. <laughs> As you're walking around, you see signs of lots of movement on the other side of the barrier. Lots of comings and goings. Seems like whatever creatures are out here normally don't seem to mind that the storm is worse than normal. It's just a bad storm to them. They don't really seem to care. But as you trek further around the perimeter, and you get down sort of towards the steps that lead to the base of the mountain. You see deep grooves carved into the stone on the way down. Signs of something pacing back and forth with very sharp talons or claws. As you make your way further, up on top the side of this mountain, but still on the other side of the barrier, is a tremendous 
metal dragon. Claws sunk into the wall. Mechanical eyes just whirring and condensing like a camera's lens staring down at you. As it lets out a horrible shriek that sounds like metal grinding and cracking together. It leaps towards you and collides with the barrier. And is rebuffed. Tossed back down the steps, leaving some more carved stones along the way. As it digs its back feet in, it charges once more, and you see the horns kind of piercing through the barrier before it's again tossed back. Seems as though this creature has a heart of metal. Bruh. And therefore cannot pass the barrier. Um, yeah, with that, I'm mute star biohazard in the ball. I'm on Nidorino and okay. hightailing it yeah, back Yeah, Nidorino's like... <laughs> yeah, like, no... Faster than ever. Yeah. It's right around the time that little Pidgeot's like just starting to fly. You just see D and Nidorino like heading back. Phoebe's you and Claremont and Gordo are kind of like coming too. Phoebe's like, "What's up, guys? How was your closed eye time? Is it good? <laughs> closed it good? eye time. You guys have a you guys have a good. Uh, you guys are good weird. Pre-game? You just close your eyes for long periods of time. Yeah, a good pregame stretch. Just, as even Claremont's like a waste of time. He's like, yeah. it would be it would be foolish not to not to rest one's muscles. As Bibi's like, whatever you say, big guy. All right. <laughs> How we feeling? As he kind of like looks out the window, he's like. Guy's really fast. I would know. He beat me in, in several races. D, you make your way back to the center of town. Yeah, um, first person I see is Milo. I'm right. Yeah, Milo's out training, and shortly after, Phoebe kind of is drawn to the window by BB. Uh, that that metal beast. It's right outside. It can't get through the barrier though. It saw me. It leaped from the mountain top, and just got it's smacked already off. Here? Yeah, it's literally watching us we, got, um, we have to let everyone know okay yeah and I'm immediately going to Janusz <laughs> okay yes even he's just kind of looking at the various runes around the the longhouse and you can see there's protection runes at the the four corners and the midpoints one right above the door as well and the one in the far left corner of the longhouse facing towards that entryway is just kind of <gasps> flickering and flashing every couple seconds As he leans up in the chair, as you walk in, he's just, seems we had less time than we thought. Uh, are, you, are you the only able-bodied person here to fight? I will not risk my people for this. Only myself. Well, D, like... The stone must not fall. And yeah, D gets up and goes, I'm there too. Like... Right. Like, did, oh god. Did you get a good look at it? Does it look like a, a, a metal-type Pokemon or like a machine? Dude, all I saw was horns and rearing metal, and it's it doesn't move like a normal creature. Yeah, from your, from your investigation role retroactively, it was a creature. It's been modified heavily. Project X. Okay. Um, like, what? <laughs> I, I remember this from my studies. Um, the comics were real. Look. 
I was just trying to think if, if you know, if it was a machine, our tactics might change. Where, like, if it was a metal Pokemon, I probably wouldn't use electric moves on it, but if it's a machine, I might. But you never know, it, it could has. have gained... I mean, there's so many different things that you can do, probably, to a Pokemon's genetics and DNA to make it actually still a hard body steel. And I point over to, like, Titania. Yeah. For sure. <gasps> Maybe. But... She's Her metal is stronger. A heart of steel. She's in here. True. It can't get in here. Do you have any scrap Yet. metal nearby? Do you have any scrap metal nearby? No, but I have my toolbox. Yeah, Janos's answer is a staunch no. Okay. Titania is the the first like metal that's been here in a while. Okay. Why? What were you? Thinking? I wanted to see if her wings were strong enough to like cut through. Oh. So that it might be worth attacking, but if she can't, then I, like I don't even want to risk it. Well, I I brought all my my big guns for this scenario just in case if something like this came. So I I don't mind being on the front line with my guys. Can I try to mimic the protection rune and maybe kind of etch it like in the part of my glove? Uh, yeah, give me a, uh, a performance check. Really good at that. Mm -hmm. Like, really good. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> you do a decent you job minus, of it. You have a minus one charisma? <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah, you, uh, you do a pretty good job carving it in there for what it's worth. Okay. You're like, and then it goes like that, and there's like a line... And there's a couple dots on there. Hopefully this works. All the while, you guys are just hearing the like distant sound of metal scraping metal and just being discarded onto stone. I'm just saying, like, if it were to come bite me, this is the arm I'm going to try to use first. Fair point. What's the plan? We meet this thing at the gate. Because if we don't, all these people in here are dead. That's true. How long do you think this barrier will hold? Judging by the state of the rune, if it stays in the same space... Minutes. <gasps> what if... Is there a way that we can get this stone out of here to draw it away from everybody? That's my only... If you thing. have a means of safe transport, I will buy you time. I don't want that either. I mean, we have sleds. Is there like a back exit down the mountain? Not a safe one. I want to send out Wadsworth and see if... I want to explain the situation about what's going on as briefly as possible, but specifically get to the point where this thing is able to like smell the energy of the stone and track it and... Mm -hmm. It's like, do, do you have anything similar in that vein? Like, can you... Near this, can you tell... Other than seeing it, obviously, like, can you sense any presence of it in any way? Quack. Okay. He's gotcha. like, I have a duck bill. I do not have the keenest nose. I was going to see if he could, like, replicate it and make a vision of it, like, rolling down the hill. So mm -hmm. it would, like, go chase it or something. And then we could try to, like, avalanche on it. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't seem possible. So what, what, do, you, what are we doing? Are we standing here and fighting, or are we taking the dangerous back way out to spare everybody here? 
we could attempt to set up a couple like Home Alone-esque traps. No. With what? I don't know. With runes? I, I don't think these sticks and stones are going to matter to this, the armor. Well, we could put like runes on stuff. Yeah. True. You could put some Just on try like, to, like trap it. A destruction one on like a rock. Throw it at it and see what happens. <laughs> Grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Eat this. Burger, I have I have Wadsworth, Eunice, Arjan, and Titania. I've got uh, Nubster, which I don't really want Nubster going near it. That's fair. Um Pontiki and then BB and Pontiki's killed gods. Before. We can combine electrical prowesses yes, and try to fry it. Yes. I have mute uh biohazard star and uh Nidorino. So I can provide the front line. And I can like subdue it to where you guys like I'm taking all the hits. We try to I don't know if we can take it out. Maybe we can beat but... it enough to where it leaves. Do we do you have any like cages here for like any of for your like arcanines and whatnot? Cages of bone, yes. I don't think that would be enough. If what you say is true, it will not. Yeah. As Tropius stands up. I don't think we can leave. And flares out the wings again. And just looks back towards the stone. The fire one? Mm-hmm. Um, and then bows real low to the three of you. If you have to leave, we understand. Yeah, you should yeah. No, you need to leave. leave. Yeah. Get some ground between you. We'll try to hold them off. She extends a number of vines back towards the firestone, which is currently resting in the fire pit, and begins coiling and searing them around herself. No, you're going to hurt yourself. No, Dee's, yeah, Dee's going to stand in the way. No, you can't. <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself. As she winces at the searing pain in the vines, she pulls the firestone back to her. No, you gotta stop. Don't do it. And just burns it into her back. No. And then bows her neck for the three of you to get on, if you so choose. Yeah, and I as... I mean, I guess. I'll return uh, Nidorino, and I'm gonna throw out Star. Okay. And, yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna pump as much wish into this as I can to make her... To okay. ease the pain and to see if, like, it can, she can help control whatever this is with... um. Tropius, because clearly I'm not. She's gonna smack D out of the way, so I can't get in the way of that. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Oh yeah. The wish is enough to keep most of the searing away. You're keeping the vines intact as she's constantly regrowing and burning them away. As she's like, okay, if you're coming, we gotta go because this hurts. Yes. All right. Um, I think we should go. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll look to Yanush and be like, "Thank you, thank you." Um, just with this, whatever debt my family has considered it done. A fine trade. 
as Gordo sits up and goes, You kids had a great first voyage. Now go have another. You're not coming, Gordo? I'm not going to fit, I don't think. <laughs> Fair. My place for now is here. You found me a Yeti. Yep. Now get out of here before this thing becomes yours. As he and Malcolm kind of square up, <laughs> crack the knuckles, you? you hear a loud burst as suddenly snow begins to fall over Etiola. Frick. As Tropius just scoops the three of you up with some vines on its back, giving you a nice little seatbelt right. strap. All right. As she takes off just in time for the the hexers to become diving in one can i do one last thing as we're going off in, in a dire hope for desperation mm -hmm. i'd like to see if star can pass over the uh super effective damage of to another being give it a shot so he's going she would she would target um his arcanine okay nice it's a 93 93 oh. All right, as you're flying off, Star just looks back, sees the Arcanine, and just flings out a little, a little beam of energy as she, for a moment, her tail splits into two and kind of slowly entwines. It seems to be directing the energy in. As the Haxorus is leaping up towards Tropius, you see the Arcanine just shoulder check it and it goes flying into the, the mountainside. As it lets out a loud, a loud roar, followed by the grinding of metal. As snow continues to fall, Tropius lets out one solid boom of wind and takes off to the west. As the last thing you see is the Arcanine grinning down and the, the fang runes all just begin to glow. And as it roars, there's a crack of thunder as some snow kind of begins to fall off the side of Etiola's mountains. As Tropius takes off like a shot to the west. We'll pick this up next week. Thank you all for watching. See you in the next one. Making a swift retreat from Ediola, the gang takes flight in search of a safe place to land. If you enjoyed this Leg of the Tater Tots journey, leave a like on the video and show them your support. If you'd like to keep up with the Tots in the future, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to the Patreon. From there, you can join the discussion in our Discord servers, check out the post show, still rolling, and get access to some extra special content before it goes live. There's also a link if you'd like to check out some boarding party merch, and let us know in the comments below what you think about the Icebringer's visions, and what might happen if this metal beast catches up to our heroes. Thanks for watching Boarding Party. We'll catch you next week.